We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Unspoken words, episode Heinz 57. Say, oh, yeah. And over here to my right, all the way from Arrow Kriggies, your favorite Indian, JCB. Say, what's up? What's up? Hey, what is Heinz 57? Over here to my left. <laughs> all the way from LG's, the pod Gotti, Randy B. Say, what's up? What's up? What's up? And you know me, Mo Hugs, Not Drugs, Mr. Pacifier in the house. Thank you for joining us. Episode Heinz 57, Unspoken Words. Now, what was your question? Sorry. Is that like ketchup or barbecue sauce? Uh, To me, it tastes more like mustard. Ugh. Like, like a red mustard? Yeah, but it's like the flavor or what was it? A1? Okay. Question of the hour. A1 or Heinz 57? A1. What you? A1, but I don't use steak sauce Wait, anymore. You, you got to get A1 and put Tabasco sauce if you, in it If Ooh. you cook your steak just right, With the it's right. a slap in the face to the person that prepared your steak. Oh, yeah. Seasons? With the right seasons? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. true that, true that, true that. Um, <clears throat> what I do... Don't be that guy that goes to a nice restaurant, gets a nice fat steak, and then pours a one all over. No, the only time I use steak, <laughs> the only time I use steak sauce when we go out is like at um, Gussics because the Gussics. steaks are all bland. They Dude, don't put they no are. seasons. I, I think, think that's the worst steakhouse in town, bro. Like yeah, I it ate, is. we ate there, all these, and crow, it's not uh, very good. It's not. No, it's not. I mean, they're plain Jane, no seasons. Service is terrible. Mm-hmm. Every time I go, their service is terrible. You oh, know, the, somebody heard us earlier. They're calling you up. You know the Talking. trick, though, bro. Is uh, I forgot to put my phone on silent. So What's the trick? Oh, anyway, so uh, what yes, I do? Tip big. Tip big. At uh, Gussics. Well, I don't know wherever. Oh, wherever <laughs> we get like bad service. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I make okay. sure I tip all the time, unless it's like horrible. Okay, okay, all right. Here. Okay, so this is what I do. I take. A1 and Heinz 57, and I put both of them on the steak. At the same time? At the up. same time. Like, just, just, yep, just put them on there, not not even mix them up, and then just slice, eat. So, well, like I said, I'll, I'll use, I mean, Heinz 57 is okay, but if I had a choice, I'd do the A1. And like he said, like, I won't just, like, drown it. But if I can, I'll, I'll mix it with um, Tabasco sauce. Mm, that sounds good happen. and then you know just dip it in there but all i was gonna say is you know you're talking about tips so when you pick up remember though you can pick up your pizza at the window yeah and then it, it, it they ask you or it doesn't ask you but you know like it's like the uh when you pay with your card it says would you like to add a tip or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. if you go to the window do you have to tip them like orders for pickup i don't feel like you have to tip I worked with a pizza driver. Well, his second job was a pizza driver. And he goes, when we deliver, 
and they don't tip us, he goes, it sucks. Like, yeah. that's a disrespect, right? Because yeah. we're offering you a service, he said. But when people order pizza for pickup and they come in and they don't tip, he said, we don't really. Oh, never mind. Yeah. That's yeah, we I don't feel. feel bad about it because yeah. we're not doing nothing well, for you. Well, the reason why I was asking is because I got a pizza last night and I went to the window and picked it up. Yeah. But as I was, you know, the window was open and I heard the two girls talking, the driver came back and she said, oh, I got a $20 tip on a $13 order. She was like, oh, that's nice. And then she handed me that thing and it said, would you like to add a tip? And I didn't. And I felt bad. Like, oh, yeah. man, should I have added a tip? But I'm like, man, you didn't even do anything. You came to the window. You didn't cook it. You, you just, just handed did your it job. You, you yeah. handed uh, it through the window. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I ordered a hamburger today and I tipped the person when I went and picked it up. I ordered for pickup? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I, I usually do like a small. Like, I'll do. Like, what, I don't know. It's all circumstantial. Like mine yeah, is like two I hardly or three bucks, do. you know. Like if I'm picking up, I'll do two or three bucks. Yeah, I guess I don't really hardly do any pickups, but when I do, like it's for pizza, and I never tip. But like, <clears throat> I go get a coffee, and at least do a dollar. Yeah, I do a dollar mandatory on yeah, coffee. Dollar. Like if, but if I'm buying someone buying someone a coffee too, then I'll do two, like yeah. dollar a drink. It's like how I used to do back at the bar. Yeah, because you had like the twenty percent on like a four dollar fifty seven fifty six cent drink, whatever. Yeah, it's only going to be like sixty cents. Yeah, true that, true that, true that. Well, yeah, like the fifteen percent, and then twenty is even better. But like, like when I used to go to like Subway, I, I don't go to Subway anymore after I found out about their tuna. But when I used to go over there, I used to eat, remember they have that little tip jar. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd put like a dollar or two in there, but mm. I don't never tip over there. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tipped that. I, I thought that was like fast food. Yeah. Do you ever watch remember, uh, Reservoir Dogs? And they got into that conversation. Yeah. And he said, he said, we don't tip these guys at McDonald's, but what are they doing? They're serving us food. Yeah. yeah. Because he wouldn't, he, he said, everybody pony up a dollar for the tip. And he said, I'll buy the meal. You guys pay the tip. And yeah. He, he wouldn't pay the tip. <laughs> yeah. And so they got into that big old conversation <clears throat> about it. But anyway. The one yeah, thing yeah. I used to hate was like, uh, Cause I used to work in furniture and like bedroom furniture delivery mattresses and stuff. Like hardly anybody would tip us. Yeah, but, that, but yeah. I was like, if they ordered a pizza that night, they they were gonna definitely tip the pizza guy. Yeah, but like us, we just came in and set up their whole bedroom and took out their all their old stuff, and they didn't tip us. Maybe they, thank you. <laughs> well, maybe that's one of those things that you know we don't we don't really associate. But they're doing with a tipping. service though. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, but. I mean, that that would have been my argument, too. Like, you're providing a service, right? Yeah. But that's not something that we associate with tipping. Yeah. And there was, like, you know, probably 75% of the people did not tip, but, like, 25% did, and the best ones were, like, you know, we go deliver bedroom furniture, bedroom set to, like, some old lady who has no, nothing better to do than to sit around and bake. So she would give us like a plate full of homemade cookies. Like hell yeah, we sitting in the man. You can't argue with that. I mean, at least you guys tip. I mean, I I think nowadays it's like we're trying to break the narrative of natives not tipping. I think that's like, like when I see stuff like that happening, I'm like, man. Yeah, I got a niece that was working as a server, and man, she's and you know she's crow. And she said, like, the worst people are, like, the natives. They wouldn't tip. Yeah. You know, and to be, like, a gang of them, too, she said. Yeah, they get, like, big $200, $200 mil, and there's, like, no tip or, like, a like couple a $2 bucks. $2 tip. Yeah, $2 yeah. tip. 
And I was just like, and they Dang. think that's something too. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro. Like it's just backwards. They think that's something. Yeah, yeah. They they wonder like people. I mean, I guess natives wonder why we get such terrible service, but it's because our people have a history of not tipping. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I guess like me and my family, we try to break that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'll do a minimum when we go out, like, five bucks. But if it's, like, exceptional, man, my tip could be $20. Yeah. You know? Just depends. If they keep my if they keep my soda filled up, yeah. they're getting a fat tip. But even, I think we tip bigger, too, though, when it's bad. Mm. You know? Like, oh, just yeah, to be, so, like, yeah. a... To I don't know. Yeah, yeah to, to like, live down the stereotype. Yeah, so they, like, remember. Yeah, go ahead. These natives, they tip. Yeah. But yeah. how are they going to remember it was you? Oh, no, just remember that it was some natives. Oh, I was going to say, don't all natives look the same? <laughs> Y'all look the same <laughs> to me. Probably, I think that works both ways, though. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that, true that. True that, true that. No, and that tip, too. So, like, whenever, like, in the past when we've had furniture delivered, I always tip those guys. And I give them, like, $5 each or something. What about the ones, like, when you go and get a car wash? Like, do you tip them? Like the automated. I, I okay yeah, across the street. I did, but I shouldn't have because they did a really sh- not a very good job. What that mint one? No, no, no across the, the street. Across the street. Oh, uh, the, the detailers. Yeah. Oh, okay. They didn't do a very good job. Huh. But like, I'm talking about like the mint or like the, what's that other one called? Glacier. Yeah. Like, and the wave. Like yeah, you I tip. I, can't, I can't. Go I don't think we have an opportunity to tip at the mint. No. But like, if you notice, like at Don's Car Wash or something, like that, you you interact with them. Do you guys tip there? I don't. I can't go through the car washes. My car is too little. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember? Right. Yeah, they won't let me go through, bro. I have to watch the Fiat. He's like we one covered of those. This. We covered this. He's like one of those uh, little carts at um, Walmart or Albertson. <laughs> oh, yeah, the the, the mini carts. Cart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What the fiat? Bro, I'll, I'll give you $5. Get that thing out of here. <laughs> I'll give you $5. That takes like 10 seconds, 30 seconds to clean out. No, <laughs> Five minutes. Wash in detail. Um, okay, so you got a game for us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Mr. Here's, this is one that you, you brought up a while back. We haven't done it in a while, so I wanted to try it out. Um, word association. Okay. All right. All right. So I got all that. Let me find my list. So Associate the words. Are we just both going to pop off? Uh, however you want to do it. I think that'd be funner. Okay. So the first word of the day is bubbles. <laughs> bubble guts. <laughs> I thought like those bubble make those bubble machines. Bubble guts and bubble machines. <laughs> the BJs. I'm just kidding. The the BJs. No, because that's <laughs> okay. it. That's truth right. right there. That's truth. <laughs> <laughs> you said the first thing that came to your mind. Day day. Day day. <laughs> Why don't y'all do nothing when the jump on <laughs> <laughs> Standing there hugging it. <laughs> she was eating a cheeseburger. I wanted a bite. <laughs> so I pooed over. <laughs> we got to wrap it and that's how it happened. Worst day of my mother night. <laughs> All right, bubble guts and uh, bubble machines. Okay, next word: annihilate. Remember, Mortal Kombat: annihilation. Uh, annihilate. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. My mind went blank. I was just like, ah. I know, me too. I'm like, uh, I still think I don't know, man. I got nothing. You just annihilated my thoughts. Hey, I like that. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, that'll work. That's good. That's good. You annihilate something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, all right. Uh, next word is bimbo. Slut. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Come on, know. come on, there's something, there's something, you just don't want to say it. No, I don't. Okay, well. Second thing. <laughs> Hot dogs. <laughs> you your bimbo, your big bimbo, your damn bimbo. <laughs> what did you say? Hot dogs. <laughs> oh, I thought, you, I thought you, one of you guys, I thought for sure one of you guys were going to say her. What's her name? <laughs> Who is she? You ain't That's, nothing but a bimbo. <laughs> bimbo. Bimbo ass bimbo. Okay. <laughs> bimbo. bimbo ass bimbo with your hot dogs. Yeah, what are you and your hot dogs? Wrong get. Wrong get, you bimbo. Wrong, wrong get. Wrong get, bimbo, you and your hot dogs. <laughs> bimbo get. James, get over here. <laughs> bimbo James, get over here and pick up these hot dogs. <laughs> Pick up your hot dogs and get you, bimbo. Get one. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. Scandalous. Um, I don't know. It's like hip hop gossip magazine. Remember, like the Inquirer. Remember oh, they like have those little headlines. <laughs> oh, never mind. Scandalous. <laughs> I seen a meme that made me laugh. That when you said Inquirer. There's a picture of like the alien. Remember the movie? Yeah. The alien from Aliens and Predator. Like the alien sitting on the swing, Predator standing next to him, and it says, Are we up yet? And then it says, Then Predator saying, No, they're trying the COVID thing again. I thought that was funny. Mm. Like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> so, um, what did you say? Oh, you said the magazine, like yeah, uh, like this. Bill Clinton's deathbed confession. Yeah. Okay, Aliens how about <laughs> pump, pump it up, yeah. pump up the jam, yeah, pump, pump it up. up while the beat is moving. There you go. In the streets are grooving. Pump up the jam, pump it up. Never thought of uh, Reeboks? Uh, second. Yeah, I remember mean, like D Brown. Pump. Remember, he pumped up his Reeboks <laughs> and he jumped up and he put his elbow. Do you up think that was it. even real? Like, what was that supposed to do? I think it just like more support, just like for your ankles and stuff. I think that's all it did, really. Didn't they? Didn't they like have a thing where you pump it up too much and it'll pop? Yeah. Oh, so like, oh, it had the thing in there, and then when you pump it up, then it kind of just tightened up the support, huh? On yeah. The shoe. Almost like an air air spoon. I don't remember those. I remember I had some, but I don't remember like them. You don't I don't remember, remember what they up? felt like. Like, oh, like if I had them today, I'd probably like try them. Man, they go for like four hundred bucks today. I I, I thought they looked ugly. Yeah, I Reeboks, kinda remember the pump part was a basketball remember? Yeah. Reeboks all kinda like I kinda rock I like I kinda rock with the classic look now. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, I got a couple of mine. Just yeah, I did have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, I, I know we talked about this one before too. Is if I think uh, shoes are ugly, I'm not gonna get them just because you know somebody says, "Oh, these are the, you know they're three hundred dollars," yeah. and everybody's getting them, and they're the hottest. No, thing I get it. Yeah, but they're ugly. Yeah, like I seen this one funny quote on about the what I call the Yeezys too. Yeah, said they look like the Napoleon Dynamite. Boots, part <laughs> two, some moon boots. Yeah, is it moon boots? Did you ever have moon boots something? when you were a kid? Probably. We all had them, man. We all had we the all moon did. boots, and we all had the mullet. Yeah, the mullet. Yeah, the I don't mullet. think I ever had the mullet. You didn't have the mullet? How about the rat tail? Did you have the rat tail? No, no rat tail. Mm. I had one right in the middle of the. I always had yeah. like the. Me and Josh did. Marv's always used to be my. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Your barber. My barber. Marv straight shave, man. Man, he's going to jack you up and kick you out the door. $5 haircut. Jack you up. And it was three, remember? Was it three? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or was it five? Three. I think it was $3, wasn't it? I've only been there a couple of times, and I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I've been under, I only went there a couple of times. My too. grandpa used to get his hair cut there, and we'd get it cut all the time. My goodness, like, <laughs> and give you a gum. Yeah, yeah my, my grandpa used to go over there all the time, too. And same thing. I mean, just zit, zit, zit. Man, I thought that was like torture. Yeah, real quick. Okay, next. Okay, word. okay. We got two more. How about fungus toenails, ugly toes. Holy cow! <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I <laughs> caught your vibes. Yeah, caught you. Caught the fungus vibes, dude. I know your body. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> remember what is it? Uh, remember that Sean William Scott movie? Remember they like they got that shock comedy? Was oh, it, let's was be it, cops. No, not that one. Was it that? Remember, like, dude, where's my car? Isn't it on that one? Like, dude, I know your body, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like friends. <laughs> now I got to Google that, bro. Yeah, you're kind of weird in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> okay, one more. Buckskin. <laughs> Um, like the, uh, what you call it the, on the fringes? Yeah, the fringes on the cuff. Like the, did you get that one, Randy? Traditional dancer. I know your body. <laughs> <laughs> I know your body. That body. That is that Sean William Scott dude. I know your car. Remember? I know your car. Yeah. I know. Uh, dude, where's my car? I know your body. <laughs> 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 That's gross. <laughs> no, uh, buckskin. There's a <laughs> me and the homies. Used, yeah, there was a person that we called Baby Buckskin. That was it. Like, oh, I grew up with a guy named Buckskin. <laughs> oh no, there's. I think there's a there's there's probably a lot of those. Yeah, because I think I know a couple of them. Called Baby Buckskin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the baby part, but <laughs> we would call it Baby Buckskin. Bug skin, <laughs> bug skin. <clears throat> I was when I when I was thinking of it, I was like that smell. Oh yeah, yeah. That hide smell. Yeah, it smells good. The mm-hmm. smell of my ancestors. It's very sacred. The smell of my ancestors. Or that like old. Remember, like when somebody's like been dancing for a while with the same outfit, maybe for a couple years, and they walk by and it has that certain smell to it. 
Sweat. Sweat and dried skin. sweat. Uh, <laughs> smell, like, smell like hot buckskin. Yeah. Oh. Hot powwow buckskin. And guitar. Gets all crusty. Tell it dance for about an hour and then it softens up. Yeah, and then it loosens up. And forms a different way. Yeah. Fresh out of the suitcase, it's kind of stiff, but after oh, a while, yeah. it's going to start to loosen after, up. That's why they do grand entry to loosen up all that <laughs> stiff buckskin. Oh. <laughs> Hot powwow buckskin. Hot powwow buckskin. Man, that sounds like a that sounds like a new like a new scent. A new scent. <laughs> Somebody new came out with a car scent like that. A new scent by aroma. Buckskin. Hot powwow buckskin. <laughs> by aroma. <laughs> by aroma. <laughs> by auntie's aroma. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I think we're warmed up. We're kind of going. Hot buckskin. We're going, we're going south with that hot buckskin. <clears throat> All right, well, so let's get into our main topic. DJ, if you're queued up, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. Hey ya, uh, hey yo, hey ya, uh, hey yo. Papa nine no nine no nine no. All right, this week, this week we're gonna talk about the holidays. We're in between holidays right now. Had we're full blown holiday season. There we go. Jingle bells, Batman's mouse, Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost the wheel. Joker got away. Hey! hey. I can't believe you remember that. I got like, I had a big old brain fart there. <laughs> I know the kids now, they say, and Joker did ballet. Oh, that's what they say? Yeah, that's what my daughter says. That's oh, what that, that's, you that's, you got to tell her, you can't rewrite a classic. You can't rewrite that classic. Who told you that? <laughs> My teacher told me, he said, well, your teacher's full of it. Oh, this is how you sing it. This is the this is the real, these are the real lyrics. Bells will be ringing. Girls will be singing. A sad, sad tune. That's my favorite Christmas jam by the Eagles. Right, here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right, Santa Claus. <laughs> this guy goes like country or Elvis. This guy goes K-Bear. A.K.A. Mr. K-Bear. That's, that's the only voice I got. <laughs> I like it though. Is that Elvis. Okay, so we got this article from Shatterproof.org. It's their blog, Eight Tips for Enjoying the Holidays While in Recovery by Johnny Joy. December 6th, 2017. Wait, wait, that's, that's his name? By Johnny Joy. <clears throat> How appropriate. Like Mo Hugs. How appropriate. Yeah. Okay, so we'll jump right in. I'll read the little description. You guys provide some feedback, and we'll go from there. And wherever that rabbit trail goes, we'll go explore it. All right. All right. Make a plan. It's the very first one. Make a plan for the day. Think ahead about where you're going. What you're doing and the people you'll be seeing, it'll make it easier for you to manage emotions, expectations, and potential triggers. And I know for me, uh, well, I'll, I'll open it up to you guys first. What do you, what's, what's going through your guys' brains on that first one? No, what was going through yours? Because you had something lined up. <laughs> okay, so like, no, I think this was like perfect for me because like, especially early on, 
Like, okay, I always drank through the holidays, um, except for the day of. So, like, Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, um, New Year's Day. Um, I did my best to be sober because I was going to be around family. Uh, I wasn't always successful at being sober during those times, but that was the goal. So, uh, early on recovery, uh, when I got out of treatment, holidays were coming up right away. Uh, so I knew I didn't really want to be around anybody. Um, so I didn't. That first uh, holiday season when I was out of treatment, fresh, you know, only had about about 60 days under my belt. Uh, I didn't go around anybody. I didn't go to my parents' house or nothing. Um, I was just like, I'm just going to chill. Like, uh, my lady, like, the kids, they went, did their thing. I just stayed at home. I just chilled, man. I was just kind of paranoid. You didn't trust yourself? or Yeah, I didn't trust myself. Because back then, you know, like, going to prior was, like, a huge trigger for me. Because mm-hmm. that's where I did a lot of my drinking. So, uh, I didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't. I just didn't go. That, but that makes perfect sense, too. Like, um... Because not only are you planning like who you're going to be around, you know what are they doing, uh, where you're, where 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 are they going to be doing it at, you yeah, know, and you know who's all going to be there, because not only can you you know kind of plan that out and say, well, this is how it's going to go, and this is what I I should expect, yeah, know, just you know based on past experience, but also you know part of that plan is like okay if things start to go south, then what do I do, yeah, what's my what's my lifeline. Yep, exactly. <coughs> so it's my mean, escape route. Yeah, escape True. route, and so, you know, and start coming up with these, you know, red flags. Because if you have a plan, then you're not like, oh my god, what do I do if you know one of your relatives comes and starts, you know, their half shots. Hey, Merry Christmas here, you know. And if you're going in there cold, yeah, it, it'll be harder to. I mean, especially if you're if when we're new. It, yeah. It's harder to come up with those uh, those escape routes with just off the fly rather than, you know, okay, this is what I I already thought about it this morning, so now that the situation came up, this is what I'm going to do. And then right. you got to stick to it, right? You yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then I think part of this is like telling somebody too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like a trusted person, like, hey, man, I'm going to be there, but if this happens, you know, I might need your help or, you know. So. I might be calling you. Maybe calling you. I think, excuse me, but the thing that comes to mind for like making a plan for the day and like thinking ahead about your day, like who you're going to run into, it really all boils down to being honest with you, whatever your program is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Being honest about the people that you're going to run into, asking yourself, am I influencing them or are they going to influence me? You know, like being honest with like whatever. Your reason is for remaining sober. Like, and I was kind of like Josiah. Like, when I first got sober, when I came home, like, I really didn't go nowhere except for work and home. Mm -hmm. Um, But I needed that time to really kind of recalibrate myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like practicing boundaries and like, okay, like, these are safe people to talk to. I can talk to them. But I already kind of made the decision inside of myself. Like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to remain sober. Yep. Like you know, getting getting used to yourself in your own skin. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And also, I think another uh, I was looking at it. Another keyword in there is expectations. Managing expectations mm-hmm. because, man, 
Like, I, I even today, I get into this thing like, okay, so it should be this way. Yeah. Or, you know, it has to go this way because, like, I don't know, maybe I just have, I start getting this romanticized I, I, idea of what the holiday should be. Oh, yeah. You know, watching too many damn Christmas movies. You're watching yeah. too much Hallmark. Yeah, too much Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I got to get that one blacked out. But, you know, so you, we have these expectations, and when things don't go right, then, you know, what's our default mode? Or my default mode would always be, oh, well, <laughs> It's yeah. too hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, oh, it's not supposed to be like this. It should be like this. And, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. True but, that. So I think that's an important thing to keep in mind is to manage your emotions, expectations, and potential triggers. What is the thing that you guys say, like, expectations lead to resentment? Uh, premeditated resentments. Yeah. yeah. I think that expectation is really hard to not have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you I mean, obviously you want things to go, you know, you want, because it's holidays and you want people to enjoy themselves, you want to have a good time, you want to, you know, feel that spirit, as it were. Yeah. But. Feel the magic. Feel I think it magic. allows us to get out of ourselves, though. Like, we like we have a certain expectation of how it should go. And when it doesn't go that way, like, man, we lose our control. Like, we lost, like, you know, we want to, we always want to be in control. Yeah, yeah, and true. that's really what challenges like for myself. Like, I feel like that's what I find challenging. The most challenging mm-hmm. is when I'm not in control of a situation, a place, or a thing. Then I'm like, oh man, like I, you know what I mean? Like I run around like haywire. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel that <clears throat> definitely. I think the uh, managing emotions, expectations that. And, uh, and potential triggers, like early on for me, like I didn't, like my triggers, I was still trying to identify those. Um, and then kind of fast forward a couple months from that, they had this sweetheart dance. I went to prior and I went, and <clears throat> man, just because I always used to go drink after that, after that sweetheart dance. During, yeah. Uh, I almost said 4th of July, from Valentine's Day. Uh, I used to sing at that and then we go drink. And, like, I walked into that school and seen the gymnasium. I couldn't walk in the gymnasium. I turned around and I left because I was just, like, triggered hardcore. I was like, oh, I'll go drink after this. That was all I could think about. And I just, boom, I bounced. So, yeah, definitely that um, the hometown was a trigger early on. Huge one. <clears throat> uh, moving right along. Next one is be prepared to feel a little lonely. It's okay, and it'll pass. Even if you're surrounded by loved ones, the holidays can be very lonely. Um, can be a very lonely time for someone in recovery. Give yourself a break. These feelings are normal and they won't last forever. Try to reflect on your accomplishments in recovery this year. But the one I, the biggest thing I like about that is the part where it says, give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, because I'm, I was just, so hard on myself like it goes back to that expectation thing right and then then, you know feeling lonely and then thinking oh man what's wrong with me but and then you know coming down hard on myself like oh you shouldn't be feeling this way you you know we're supposed to be resilient we're supposed to be changing we're supposed to be you know yeah but it's normal and and i we and i we talked about this before um that i i have to be able to acknowledge that and see it for what it is rather than saying, oh, don't be, you know, don't be, you know, basically telling myself, quit throwing a pity party, you know, gotta, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. No, I think it's important for me to go through that process, uh, identify what it is and then let it be. 
Yeah. And like it says, it'll it'll pass, but not to be hard on yourself because if I'm if I'm hard on me and then I go out and try to help somebody else who's feeling the same way, those those feelings that I have towards myself when I'm in that that mode I I have I just don't want them to come out in some form or another when I'm trying to help somebody else. Yeah. Right. Like if they're saying, "Well, yeah. I feel lonely," or "It should have been this way," or you know, I I didn't feel good, and even though I was around my family, and I'm not gonna sit. I can't sit there and say, "Well, you were with your family, or <laughs> you got all this," and you know, quit throwing a pity party. You know, I don't want it to come out like that because I experienced the same thing. Yeah. And really, what it came down to was I was just being too hard on myself. Word. That makes. <clears throat> I'm kind of surprised that you guys catch yourself when you're in that lonely state. Mm. You know, like, I never catch it until I'm in that, like, kind of like in a dark place. Kind of progresses. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just take a nap, and then when I wake up, it'll be better. Like, that feeling should pass. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Like, I never really, I'm just like, oh, man, like, I I feel like a certain way, so I'm like, you know what, I don't want to affect anybody with my negative energy so i'm just gonna take a nap yeah that's usually how it ends for me um yeah and i think that's perfectly fine you know just to take a nap reset i don't usually catch it though like is what i'm saying i just like get really down down yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um, like i get i just get really down and then it's like i don't want to call nobody i want to talk to nobody i don't want to bother nobody and then it's like and then I think about it like you, like, oh man, I'm supposed to be this guy that's encouraging. I'm supposed to like you, and look at me. Nobody sees me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, nobody yeah. sees what I go through, and nobody even cares. Yeah, yeah. I'm always pouring into everybody else. Nobody, yeah, you yeah. know, like, man, crazy. Because like yesterday, I went through that. Dog, I was like that two days ago. Man, I went to the work, and then like I started getting going, like staying busy, staying busy, and like I had some things to finish up real quick. <clears throat> and I wanted to get them done in the morning. Um, and then, like, you know, I just wanted to get them done. So I got them done. And, like, an hour, like, 11 o'clock, uh, 11 in the morning, I was done. And then I was just sitting there sifting through my emails, reading them, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't busy anymore. And, man, just, like, this sadness came over me. I just felt sad. Like, and I couldn't pinpoint it. Yeah. I couldn't pinpoint it. And I just, like, it was just there. And it was just, like, and I just felt really, like, sad. And I was like, man, I'm, I can't I can't be here. So I told my boss, I said, I got to go home. I said, I'm not here. I'm not I'm not good mentally right now. And then, uh, <clears throat> luckily, you know, she was just like, okay, yeah. Put in sick leave and go home. And I went home. And, like, I just sat there in the living room. And I was just like. Well, I let Talisha know, and I just I said, man, I feel really sad. I don't know why. But I, like, you know, I had, um, and as, as I left, you know, I was, like, that grieving, you know. Yeah. My dad and everything. And I shed some tears on the way home, got home, and I just sat in the living room, and I just laid down on the couch, and I took a nap. Yeah. Because, man, I was just, like, drained. Man, I was just, like, tired. It's draining. Yeah, and then I just, like, went to sleep for a couple hours. Got up and I uh, wasn't like totally better, but I was a lot better. Yeah. And I was able to put up some decorations and stuff with my daughter. We had some fun. Uh, but yeah, yesterday, man, I just went through that. So that was, that was kind of crazy. But, um, every stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, and I can relate to that too because I, I did that. <clears throat> 
couple of weeks ago during Thanksgiving. Um, but what I learned right after that, and God has a, Bodadia has his ways, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, to kind of snap, help me snap out of it. But one thing I did learn is that, you know, we can't be hard on ourselves like that. Like we have to go through that process, whatever it is, even if we can't pinpoint it, I yeah. think it's important to just let it be. Um, I think if it gets to a point where it it's prolonged, yeah, then that's when we, we you know, we start saying, yeah, right. hey, man, I, I've been like this for a while. Yeah. Whereas, but but in any case, you know, not to be hard on ourselves because I think as addicts and in recovery, like for me personally, I already touched on it earlier, is like I kind of think I'm supposed to be a certain way. I'm supposed to be resilient. Yeah. I'm supposed to have all these tools and yeah. I should be able to, you know, deal with it. Yeah. But when it comes and then I, you know, start getting that panic, you know, I'd want to hit the panic button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, you know, my... My other, I guess my reaction to that would be is to kind of get, you know, come down hard on myself. Yeah. And uh, that's, we can't do that. So be kind to yourself, please. Yes. And allow yourself to feel. And, you know, if you need to take a nap or time out, go do that. Definitely. And it's, like I said, man, it's okay to be by yourself while that happens. You know what I mean? Like, realize, like, like, when you do, I guess, like, I can only speak from my perspective. Like, I, I've realized, like, it's okay for me to be, to basically shut everything out and deal with whatever I'm dealing with. Like, you know, take a nap or whatever. Did I, am I just reiterating what you said? Uh, but, like, to yeah. feel like what, like, so mine was like that last night. And, and, and like I said, like, I just felt it and I didn't want to bother nobody. Yeah. That's totally okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not wanting to reach out, but as long as we're not running out and running to something so we don't feel that. Yeah. You know? As long as we're not trying to escape it. Yeah. Yeah. And then reinsert ourselves back into society. Not yeah. s- not isolate forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And let it, all it grow things. and fester. Because that's kind of how I was today, right? Like, I woke up and that feeling was still there, but I jumped in the car and the breath of fresh air, like, I don't know, something happened on the way to work. Yeah. And it was just like, man, I feel good now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy how that works, too. It's like sometimes that switch just flips on, and then whatever it is, you know, just going, you know, what do they say? Fake it till you make it. I mean, just going through our daily motions and, you know, prayer and whatever it is that each individual does, and all of a sudden it just, it goes back the other way. Yeah. I think for me, what switched, like when I think about it now, was like the sunny sky. Mm hmm. And it, and I remember walking down like on my way to work, and in the alley, there's this gentleman that comes out like he always comes out every day around the same time to smoke a cigarette, and he works across the building from me in the alleyway. But um, he's like, "Hey, man!" He's like, "We always take break at the same time." I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Man, it's weird weather, isn't it?" Like, dude, it's December second, and you see the weather. Like, I went to shirt. I opened the door this morning. I put on my coat and I opened the door and I seen the weather. I'm like, oh man, I don't even need a coat. I wouldn't put it back. Yeah. <laughs> Walked out with just my shirt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't have no shirt, no sweatshirt, no nothing. Walked out like that. I think it was the weather that really did it for me. Yeah, it just kind of raised your spirits. Yeah. Yep, definitely. 
Yeah, and it's just those little simple things that we can do uh, today like that. I, I kind of felt some kind of way this morning. I got to work. I went inside the office, and then I forgot I left something in, in the car, and I parked at the top of the parking garage. And I was like, all right, let's go get it now. So I'm not going to forget forget it again. I was going to keep forgetting. I better go get it now. And I went, walked back, um, got to the parking garage. I said, I'm going to walk up these steps, man. I'm going to lively up myself, get the blood flowing. And I marched up the steps, all six flights, went to my car, grabbed it, rode the elevator back down. And <clears throat> as I was getting closer back to the office, I had feeling left. And I think it was just that kind of, you know, getting getting the blood flowing, getting Breath that of fresh, fresh air. Yeah. It's kind of purging yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was that was one good little trick. Yes, Simple. sir. I mean, it was difficult, right, hiking up those six flights of steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah, it was good for me. Good for my lungs. <laughs> and I got I to the bottom breath. and smoked a cigarette. Uh, I got to the top and smoked two cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one is treat yourself. The holiday season is a time to indulge, and just because you're in recovery doesn't mean you have to go without. Grab that extra slice of pie. Stay up late watching silly movies. Find ways to make yourself feel rewarded without involving alcohol or drugs. Um, I know earlier on in recovery, that was easier said than done. Um, I just kind of felt like I had to be a square, not really enjoy myself. Like I just kind of be until I seen this thing that said party sober and that made a bunch of sense to me. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I can still go to these Christmas parties and stuff and enjoy myself, but I don't have to drink, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, okay, cool. Cause like, in the past, you know, go uh, going to the family functions and stuff, especially at my folk, my parents' house. <laughs> I was usually the only one that was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was like, okay, then after that first holiday season, I said I could go just hang out and just enjoy my time there and talk and laugh and be silly. And I think I've grabbed way too many extra slices of pie. I think I I know I have. I know I have. <laughs> there's no there's no such thing. <laughs> For nope. you, you got like high metabolism. <laughs> Dude, I I am not gonna lie, I can I can eat the whole pie. Uh, I, I believe it. I don't go nowhere either. <laughs> but, but yeah, this this is one of my favorite ones, you know, uh treat yourself and <laughs> because me personally, I mean you guys you guys know me, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm bananas on a good day. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. And so, like, you know, we get like we have those uh, get-togethers with White Eagle and stuff like that. And like last year, we kind of had a little, like, a little Christmas thing, a little New Year's thing. Yeah. And like he said, party sober, and I know I just I get into those with people that I I trust first and foremost. You know, for me, it's a trust thing. Yeah. To really start acting just goofy you know yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. fun because you know i like to see people laugh i like to see people smile i like to see people having a good time um and we don't need drugs and alcohol for that and you know and besides that's just my personality anyway yeah just that energy and it has to come out um but and, and other things too is like like every once in a while and then i do this year round so i mean i'm always i'm always kind of you know half cracked anyway but like, like I'll, I'll 
rather than okay this is my thought process so i spent so much money that i didn't even have yeah on booze and drugs and whatnot in the past now i'm working i got a little bit of savings you know i'll go into a store and say hey man those are kind of those are some cool looking shoes you know what i work pretty hard i think i'll get them yeah you know like that's treating myself yeah and 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 to me it's like man i feel good about being able to hold down that job get that paycheck be prudent enough to save a little bit and then have it later on and say man those are some cool shoes i'm gonna get those shoes yes and so and you know whatever it is and of course you know i'll I'll get pie and i'll eat the whole thing need to get that ninja foodie don't even care oh yeah i keep putting that off Oh man, I seen one on sale. Like, yeah, they're pretty nice. Did you see they got those little tiny ones? Yeah, yeah. And then, I, but I opened it up and I seen the basket, and you wouldn't believe it to look at me, but bro, I that's not enough for me. I gotta eat more than that. <laughs> like, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I believe it because I'm I'm always eating something. So yeah, I need one of them great big like family size ones, and then put a whole chicken in there. Put a chicken. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's one of my favorites. Treat yourself, and that goes right back to that being kind to yourself. You know, oh, yeah. gotta go check out Sam's Club. There's one I think like for one thirty nine, like a couple racks. Oh, nice! Is like, does it look like a little oven? Kind of, yeah. I think uh, my my dad and them got one of those, but but I got my coworker. She actually just told me she's like, she goes, "Man, we had one of those ones like the quartz, like you know yeah. what I mean, like the kind you pour in." And then she goes, but once we got the trays, she's like, man, you never want to go back. Like the trays, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like the pizza oven looking ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, because she, she has her family, but mm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You got any feedback on the treat yourself? Oh, yeah. I believe in treating yourself. I don't think that you work that hard, uh, especially for your recovery, that you... Be stingy to yourself. No, no, no. Like no. you can't be like. I sometimes I see people being stingy to themselves. I'm like, man, treat yourself. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, go freaking buy that outfit. Go get your nails done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. treat yourself, man. Take it easy on yourself. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. Like, I love it. I mean, I'm at a point now where it's like, man, I just love like. So like I. I <laughs> Guys probably laugh, but I like these white shirts, right? Yeah. And I love that I can go into the store every so often and buy a pack of these white shirts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're a little bit pricey. Yeah. But for me, that's like, there's nothing like a fresh white tee. Like, it goes with anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so. Whether it's the V-neck or, like, the round, like, you know. But for me, like, that's how I treat myself. Like, I know that's kind of materialistic. No, no, no. But it's, like, I just love it. Like, being able, having the ability to go in there and buy that shirt and it doesn't dent my pocket. Like, you know what I mean? Like I absolutely can relate to that. And I don't think it's, I think it becomes materialistic, like, if that was your only drive. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like if that that's that was your reason, I'm gonna go to work so I can get this stuff. Yeah. Rather than you know, I'm working hard because I like my job and you know, and I gotta you know, obviously you gotta pay your everybody has to pay bills, but then you know, like I said, you know, we put a little bit aside and then you think, you know what, 
And I got enough to get me a whole fresh pack of white teas. I'm going to go get some. Yeah. Heck yeah. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. nothing. I, I'm the same way with hoodies. I love hoodies. I know. Yeah, that's one of my Bro, downfalls. My closet is hoodies. Hoodies, hats, and shoes. Yeah, like, when, and especially shoes. like during this time, because I got Christmas now, next month's my birthday. Anyone, anybody's like, oh, what do you want? What do you want? Give me a hoodie. Give me a hoodie, bro. Oh, and lately it's been glasses. I got like yeah. four pair of glasses. I just went and picked up a new pair of glasses today. <laughs> Damn, I've been thinking about going and get some more, and I, I got a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got nowhere to hang them no more. I got God one pair thing. of glasses. I got two pairs of glasses. One pair I wore for like six years. The other pair I just got last year. The only time I, But the only time I wear them is when I drive at night. That's the only time. So they sit in my car. <laughs> this guy the other day is like, man, you got a pair of glasses for every day of the week or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a contacts too, I suppose. You know what's funny is I went and got fitted for contacts, and they said, well, we don't have your exact uh, prescription for it, so it's going to be a couple of weeks. So I had to wait two weeks for them to come in. Yeah. And then they call me up and say, oh, yeah, we need to. We got them in. We need to make sure that they fit right. It only take about 15 minutes. And then they were like, but you have to make an appointment. So now I have to wait another week. Dude, I hate that. I think we go to the same glasses place. Where is Over it? by Big R? No. Oh. I go kind of by Starbucks. Okay, that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> There's Starbucks on every corner. <laughs> oh, you go downtown? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm stupid. <man. laughs> I'm sorry, writing me to yeah, put it like but, that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to West End, but yeah, like, um, what were we saying? <laughs> Takes too long. <laughs> I lost my train of thought, man. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh no, we were talking about because I went in and they were like, "Oh, your prescription expired," and and my doctor wasn't in there, and I'm like, "No," because I ordered, I special ordered some glasses, and they needed my prescription with them. Yeah. So that doctor was like, "Oh, I'll give you a two year prescription. Yeah. It'll work. Just use this." Yeah. But them suckers wanted me to get another, like the tag. Uh, they wanted me to go through the whole gamut. And I'm like, and I did. And I was kind of pissed because my insurance, like all they gave me was a check for 45 bucks uh. about two weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, you suckers. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did that too. And uh, this is my old insurance. And then, and when I did the math, I was like, basically, I, I paid, I, I gave them $2. Uh, to yeah. give me that money back at the end of the, so I came out two dollars short because I kind of did some quick math about how yeah. much you have to pay every week into yeah. it. Yeah, and when the money that I got back from my eye exam and the glasses that I got, um, the, they 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 sent me a couple like because I got the exam one place and then the glasses somewhere else, and they sent me two checks. And I did the math, and I'm like, man, I gave you two dollars. Yeah, man. I could have just saved that money all year and paid for it my damn self. And save two dollars. That's I mean, and that's mm-hmm. what sucks because they mm-hmm. like rescheduled me, and I was like, "Dude, I'm here now." Like, yeah, let's get it like, done. Can you come back at four? I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, first anyway. world problems, right? Yeah. First world <laughs> multiple glasses. That's what I get for liking glasses. <laughs> All there's, right, yeah. Oh, good. I was gonna say, there's this other pair that I want to get, bro. <laughs> I already see them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I already know what I'm getting next. Yeah, like 
I have to get like the extra large glasses. So my the, selections were small. O'Neal glasses. Yeah, the shacks. And that's kind of how I am too. But I like them gold. Well, I went over there because my gold, those ones that I like to wear, like they're my favorite. But yeah. They broke. Uh, and they wouldn't fix them. Just tape them up in the middle. They're like, oh, the warranty. Expired. But it was, it didn't though. Like that's the thing. Like, and I know there was a two year prescription, right? But yeah. Anyway, never mind. I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Everybody, here's our problems. And uh, these guys. Okay, be open about your recovery. It might sound scary, but I recommend being honest with your loved ones. They won't judge you. They'll support you, and you'll feel a thousand pounds lighter. And I think that's very true about the loved ones not judging you, um, that you're sober. They'll support you, especially in my in my circumstance, my situation. It's like, I was terrible. Yeah. I was terrible. So when I sobered up and started walking the red road, man, they probably held a parade out there for me. Hey, hey, hey! The whole town of Pryor had a probably had a parade. That's just Josiah again. Plus, you better not fall off. That's what they probably said at the end of the parade. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, open it up to you guys. Being open about your recovery. Um I I know that for this one it it kind of focuses on your family and your loved ones, but there's no reason to be open or closed cuz they already know, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> but True. but I think, you know, being open and and what it finishes up with is you know, you'll feel a thousand pounds lighter. Yeah. Definitely. That's very true. Yeah, so because, like, it lift, it lift, lift the weight off your shoulders. But I think, for me, um, the fact that it's not a secret to anybody, I think the the, the flip side of that is, is like, like um, kind of feeling, <clears throat> I don't want to say ashamed, but kind of, you know, like, like a little bit cautious about, you know, saying, I'm in recovery. Yeah. And, and I don't want to do, you know, so blah, blah, blah. And then having someone say, eh, you know, try to give you the business about it. But to tell one or two people, like, yeah. say, hey, like, you know, go up to my mom and say, well, if we're going to be, you know, we're celebrating the holidays together and whatever, you know, and um, I'm in recovery, I'll tell you and you can be my, you can help me with my escape. You know, telling one person at yeah. least. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I could see it definitely. Like, kind of like practice. You tell your, you tell your family. And then, so then that way you're already kind of practicing telling people so that when you are approached by an old friend or an old playmate or something, they're like, hey, man, I got a bottle, man, let's go get drunk. And you'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm good, man, I'm in recovery. I don't do that no more. I used to hit the bottle. Now I hit the Bible. Yeah. True. Word, word. No, like, I, I think that, like, for me, like, it was never hidden. I guess as far as like being open about my recovery with my my loved ones, um, because well, my brother was like a, a big in, was very instrumental in my recovery. Like he helped me out, you know, like always my support system. Another yeah. friend of mine, like, but then <clears throat> it never. Well, even now, like when we talk, it, we talk about like. One of the things that he mentions is like, man, I know when I call you, you'll answer. 
And if you don't answer, you call me back. Like, you know what I mean? And But I think having that relationship and building that trust like was um, in, instrumental in my relationship with the rest of my family members, um, my, my other siblings and, and my mother. And they know where I'm at and they know what I stand for. Um, so I think it really allows me to, like, when you hold something in, it keeps you full of shame, right? Mm. But when you're like, when you uncover it, like when you uncover the demons, then it loses its stronghold. And I think that's what it was for me. Okay. And now it's like, yeah, like you can entertain that thought, but as long as you don't stay there, it's normal to have those kinds of thoughts, but as long as you don't stay there and you don't entertain it, then you'd be better. Like, yeah, and no. I kind of think that would, that kind of looks appealing, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, <clears throat> you're only as sick as your secrets. Yeah, definitely. Right on. Well, moving right along to the next one. Holiday cheer doesn't have to resolve, revolve around alcohol. Remember, you don't need a drink in your hand to participate in your favorite holiday activity. Wrapping gifts, singing carols, spending time with family. Sure, there are many traditions that coincide with drinking, but you can participate in all of them without having a drink or use. <clears throat> and I think that was kind of like, I kind of alluded to that earlier. It's like, okay, yeah, I can party sober. I can party sober. I can go and yeah. have a good time, enjoy myself, go home, sleep, and wake up without a hangover. And I think that was that was huge for me after I seen that um, meme on the internet machine that said, party sober. Yeah. And actually have, uh, you know, be able to remember the, the holiday, uh, the, holiday the, whole, yeah. uh, the day and what you guys did. You don't have to dread looking at your phone the next day. But I think the phone, you it, wait till you're buzzed up to turn on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I think like yeah. Like I think for me like it feels good, you know, to be able to go to somebody's house, celebrate the holidays, come back, or like even the party last year, like going there, like get eating some treats and then heading home. Yeah. And like, dude, that was it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Versus like waiting for all the family obligations to be over so you can go get high go get drunk yeah and that's what i used to do like i used to wait like you know what i mean like i always try to like keep it under control yeah like yeah try to keep it under control but the whole time you're at the event you're just counting down the time running the numbers like if i could leave in like half hour and then or like sneaking outside yeah yeah yeah. oh i'll go put those presents away yeah going outside and taking a rip or something yeah or like i'm gonna smoke a cigarette then you take a couple pools while you're out there yeah just okay. My thing was I just have a traveler in my pocket. I gotta use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and oh man! And the reason why I brought up that you know you can remember the event is because I remember on one particular occasion. I always think about this, and it's just kind of one of those cringeworthy moments. But um, we went to the event and did the thing with with family, and then the next day somebody said something, and oh man, remember you said that. And I couldn't remember. Yeah. I didn't remember most of it. Dang. And I said that, and this person shot right back and said, you mean you were drinking? 
you were drunk. And I man, I was hammered and they didn't even know. <laughs> they said I didn't I didn't I didn't act like it. Yeah. I because you know, I was so like I don't know, maybe I don't want to say I was good at it. I got away with it that time because I yeah. I was yeah. sneaky, you know? Yeah. yeah. No able to contain yourself. Yeah, you blacked out and no, I I think I've shared it before on the podcast too. Is like I blacked out once for a couple of days, and like the people I was with didn't even know I was blacked out. Like I didn't know I was that drunk. Damn! Like I was driving and stuff. I was one of those guys. If you if I was drunk, you knew it. <laughs> Most of the time, that'd be me too. But I had like a cool like a cool roundabout thing this Thanksgiving. Um, me and my daughter went to the gym early cause I knew we were going to eat heavy. Right. And I'm yeah. like, and we just kind of started our like stuff. I was like, one with my daughter and freaking worked out and we were driving back home and we turned by, by one of the local parks and man, I had like this eight years previous, like the year before my daughter was born, mm-hmm. man, I, I remember Thanksgiving just being like cold as heck. And the night before, like, I, I <clears throat> took a, a bad hit. Like, something happened to me. Like, bro, like, my body just got real hot. Like, man, and I sweated. Like, like I'm, like, I play, like, I'm not kidding. Like, a, like a sauna just, whew, like, pouring, like, you know what I mean? From, yeah. like, like, I just got real, like, whatever. And my cousin went in, got me a bunch of Pedialytes. Um, we and then we went to my homie's house, and he, like, he knew what was going on right away. So he, like, gave me a downer and gave me a pint, and I drank that. And I drank it, and it, like, calmed me down. Because mm. he was, like, one of the, like, a street. Uh, street pharmacist? Like, he'd been through these scenarios yeah, before, yeah, you yeah. know, so he kind of yeah. knew what to do. And he, like, brought me down, and he just kind of chilled with me, and, man, I crashed out for, like, 24 hours, bro, like, Dang. for a long time, and I woke up, like, they threw me some dope and um, and some some more alcohol, and I did it, and I remember, like, getting up, and I'm like, damn, like, man, I got up, and I walked out by this park, and I was walking across the street, and I, like, I had a, like, a, what would you call, like, an epiphany or whatever? Yeah. Like, I told my daughter, I said, man, I remember, like, I remember walking here a year before you were born. Mm. I was like, this place is full of snow. And I said, but today I got to go to the gym and work out with you, and I'm thankful for that. Right on, man. Awesome. You know what I mean? And my daughter's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, man, why? Like, How that, are you? That moment of clarity. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, man, I thank God that I'm here to be your dad. Like, And yeah. she's like, why, when you were a bad guy? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know? The worst. And I thank God that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I thank God that she hasn't seen me in that condition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this was a year before she was born. Like, mm. yeah, mm. so it, it's just crazy. Like, life came full circle, you know? Yeah. The circle of life. And, and I just want to say one more thing before we move on is that you can take the first word out of that because cheer doesn't have to revolve around alcohol. Nothing has to revolve around yeah. alcohol. Yeah. You know, we just thought it did. <coughs> we just thought it did. Yeah. Or we wanted it to. Yes. And that's like leads right a good segue right into the next one. Remind yourself substances aren't the answer to your problems. The holidays can be painful and hard. That's why it's more important than ever to remember that drinking or using won't fix anything. I've helped hundreds of people 
in recovery. Not one of them has ever drank or used their way out of bad feelings at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I just remember, like, yeah, I just remember. I don't know. I just wasn't reminding me of this time. Like, I was just like in my room. I was in the room I was staying in at my parents' house. You know, in my addiction, I couldn't see my kids. They couldn't come over for Christmas because I was drinking. And, like, I just had, like, two half a G's, and I was just sipping on them all day in my room. And they came and got me for dinner, and I went and sat there, ate, talked a little bit, you know. Then I was trying real hard not to drama out or anything. And, like, I just tried to be pleasant, and I just went back to my room and just drank for the rest of the day. Um it was Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. What did you do? Just lock your door or something? Uh, there was no lock. I just stayed in my room. And I had a TV in there, and I was just watching movies like all day and just chilling, sticking the sip. Actually, I could never do that. I'd start feeling good and want to go do something. Yeah, <laughs> like once I got something, I got real sociable. You know? Yeah. I always try to find a party. <laughs> yeah, I was just miserable. And I was trying to use alcohol to fix it. Yeah, that. This one remind me of that. What that reminds me, I don't know if it's a cliche or not that they, we hear in the rooms all the time, but I heard somebody once say that there's nothing, there's no problem in this world that is so bad that drugs and alcohol can't make it worse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I also like what, what he said here too, is that none, nobody's ever drink or used their way out of bad feelings. Or in the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I can absolutely relate to that, and I can relate to what you just said is like feeling bad and then going and kind of commiserating with yourself in that bottle. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then, like, just this is this is what I'm going to do to try to. I don't know. Maybe for me, it was almost like this is how I'm feeling, so I might as well, you know, let's pour it on and. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do this and then drown your sorrows. Try, try to dr- try to drown your sorrows and then. Yeah. Man, that that it's so you know the enemy is so deceptive that it it just it just makes it worse. Like in the end, it, you wake up sick, and that that's probably one of the worst. The one thing, one of the biggest things that I don't miss, other than the fact that I'm not hurting my loved ones and you know the community and you know yeah our people as a whole. But no, one of the things that really is an aversion for me is that the hangover. That sickness, that because there's so many other things that go along with it, the anxieties and fears and and just man, it's stuck in your head big time. Ugh. Yeah, I think the, just the, like whenever if I'm at gas station and see the beer and I get that euphoric recall, kind of triggered a little bit. Like that's all I have to think of now. It's like the hangover, and I'm just like, Ugh, hell no, man. And that's not even mentioning the <laughs> physical part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like the physical. Yeah, like, hangover. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't miss it at yeah, all. Cause, like cause it, yeah. I try to fool myself. I'm kind of get that fork recall and try to be like, oh man, how come they didn't have all these good beers when I was <laughs> drinking? How come, how come they didn't have this hard seltzer back then? Yeah, like, but <laughs> yeah. then, but then I remember, like, one one thing that drives me is like, you know, have you got you know that feeling when you're hungover and like you smoke a cigarette? Uh-huh. I could and never just do that. that ugly feeling that brings on that ugly headache, like that piercing headache. Yeah. Like, I think of that. Um, but, yeah, they're never the answer to the problems. Never. And uh, I, we, I think we had to learn that the hard way, too. I yeah. think, it, if anything, it compounded my depression. Oh, yeah. Because alcohol is a depressant, and yeah. I was feeling down, yep. and I drink alcohol, the more I feel 
like it, it like the shame and like it's like a yeah like it just kind of freaking magnifies it yeah almost. pushes together and freaking makes it more yeah. you know supersizes it yeah all right on to the next one uh plan your life in advance have someone in lifelines yep have someone you can call and let them know you might need to talk uh if meetings are for you then find them prior to traveling if you find yourself a little overwhelmed at any point in the celebration politely excuse yourself those that matter won't mind and those that mind don't matter mm-hmm. um yeah definitely plan your life in advance like i've had to go on business trips and stuff out of town and I always make a plan. It's like, uh, when I first had to go to these trips and stuff, I was like, okay, I got to find a meeting. At least go to a meeting while I'm there. Find a meeting, go there. And then I just found out, you know, I said, I can just chill in my, chill in my room. Yeah. You know, after the training for that day is over, get dinner, and then just go chill in my room. And just relax, man. Just enjoy the room. Yeah. And just chill. Maybe make a f- couple phone calls. Whatever back home, but I always put that plan in my head. So I'm just gonna chill. Like this last trip, that's what I did. As soon as we got back to the hotel, I just went to my room. I bought a pop at the front desk, and I go upstairs and I just chill. Buy one of those seven dollar twelve ounce pops. Yeah. <laughs> seven, oh yeah, no, they're ridiculous on the hotels. Yeah, they're really pricey. Seems I think like I the bought. Nicer they get the more expensive they get. Yeah, I think that one night I bought it's uh, like a little sixteen ounce bottle. Pop and then like a candy bar, like seven bucks. Damn. I I remember my uh, my mom and them were staying at the Northern over here. Yeah. And I went over there to visit them, and they, they give they put life water in there. You know, you've seen the life water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they add them. They weren't even cold. They were just sitting there. And then I was yeah. like, "Can I have one of these?" And they said, "Go ahead." So I cracked one open and I took a drink. And then I that's when I looked at the card next to it yeah. and said, if you open it or you drink one, it was like $5. Yeah. I was like, for a life water? I was like, dude, there's a store right down there. You can get them for like two bucks. Yeah. yeah. That's but but they do it like that to appeal to you, like, you know? Yeah, they just put it in the room. <coughs> Convenience. And it almost, Convenience fee. Just sitting there almost like, oh, man, that's a free water. Just yeah. think like you sell like two of those. You already got your 12-pack money back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not like we're drop back of alcohol, but like for uh, sodas. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's your about alcohol. No, but I I think like what comes to mind about this is like you, when we're in recovery, we're always playing chess. Yep, never mm-hmm. checkers. Mm-hmm. You're always you always want to be two moves ahead of your opponent. Yeah. Which in this case is drugs and alcohol, right? Like yeah. you, you don't want to get caught slipping. You can't like I can't afford to get caught slipping. No, because I realize like everything that I've worked for will be gone. And, yeah, yeah. I, I I love that analogy because you know you got the opening, you got your middle game, and then you got your end game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and you the opening, you're setting up your pieces to you know form yeah. your plan of attack. But then there's other things that the opponent will do. So then you kind of switch it up, yeah. Become adaptable. Yeah, you can. Yes. And, and but the and, and I love that analogy because I mean I like to play chess. But the one I was thinking of is like you know to have a plan B, C, D. You know we're always using sports analogies, right? And yeah. you know, quarterback goes into the huddle and says, "This is the play we're going to run," but he's got audibles in his mind. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, and he sees the defense, and then he says, "Okay, 
I think I think they they know what we're going to run here, so let's let's switch it up. Yeah. So not only do you have plan A, but your plan A has to plan B, C, D, just yeah. just in case. And to have those things put in place before you get to that point mm-hmm. is important because then that way you know, boom, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Omaha. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's my audible. The sheriff. The recovery. Audible. That's the sheriff. Omaha. Yeah. Spaghetti. Spaghetti and meatballs, hot dog water. On two. Hot dog spaghetti. Hey. Hot dog spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. The Judge Big Bang Theory. Oysters. Oysters. <laughs> Bimbo. 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 <laughs> Bimbo. <laughs> no, it's funny when I used to coach flag football for my son's team. We had our plays, but um, we threw the L word, so all our plays were like Lego Batman, Lego Superman. What if I said, or no, it was Batman. What if I said Lego Superman? So if it was Batman, we're going to the right. The running play is going to the right, but I said Lego Batman. I audibled it from the sideline, then we're going to the left. And those kids were good, man. They, Lego Batman, Lego Batman, boom, they hike, and then they take off to the left. That's cool, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd stand back because you can stand on the field and flag mm-hmm. football to coach. I'd read the defense and Lego Batman, Lego Batman. And then all the kids would yell it and then boom, and then switch up the play. That was Heck pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, some of those parents I've seen around town and they always, they say that to me. Lego Superman. That's cool, man. Um, Last one. Are any more on the plan? No, I think we planned that out. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one. Reflect on what your recovery means to you. The holidays are simply days, just like any others. They will pass, and you will remain strong. Re- resolute. Resolute. Oh, that threw me off. Resolute and relieved, relieved to have passed through such an emotional gauntlet. They are just like regular. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just thinking like on yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. Day, right? Like yeah. we just passed it. I was mad because like, not mad like whatever, but we just got done eating lunch at like noon, you know, like the turkey, ham, like all that. Yeah. My daughter didn't really eat that. So when we went home. <laughs> She's like, I'm hungry. Dad, I'm hungry. Can we Uber something? <laughs> 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 Dog, I was pissed. <laughs> Man, I looked at her and before I even said anything, she's like, just kidding, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> she like caught herself, you know, because yeah. we brought home like a plate of, of food, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ham, turkey, mashed potatoes, everything in it. And she's like, just kidding, Dad. <laughs> she just, I'm. That thing came across my mind like if looks could kill, I probably you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh snap. Yeah. Wrong question. But I think about that like I think like for me, like it, it is just another day. Like when we treat it like I, I I mean, appreciate the time with the family, but realize like it's just another day. Yeah. Um, and if I make a decision that's bad or negative, then I lose the piece that I paid for. Yeah. And I can't afford to lose that just because it's a holiday. Yeah. Yep. About you. Yeah, I mean, 
I, we, I talked to you about this before, but mm-hmm. like just from being in prison, you know, one of the, some of the best advice I ever gotten there is from an old timer. He said, you, you're going to have to learn how to turn that off Yeah, because right about now, you know, people start getting in that, that depressed mode when, you, when you're locked up Yeah, and, and I, and I was able to like, I mean, we did, I didn't even watch TV like to, cause they got all the commercials and they got all the shows and yeah, you know, so we just treated it like another day. And to me, like the one thing that I got out of it was a good meal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like a, like a better meal. And so the first couple of years when I was out, I knew that it wasn't going to be, you know, um, the way it was. Well, obviously because I was drunk all the time, but then, you know, having this romanticized version of vision in my head, yeah. I yeah. knew it wasn't going to be that. And so I, I let it go. I was like, it's, like you said, you know, to acknowledge the fact that it's a day, you know, like Thanksgiving to be thankful or for some natives, it's a day of mourning. Right. Yeah. Um, and Christmas, you know, it's it, to me that Christmas, it, it's it's um, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Right. You know, they what do they say? Jesus is the reason for the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that and then, you know, the, the Santa Claus and the toy, you know, the presents and that's for the kids. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, I take it for what it is, but at the same time, you made a huge point that I kind of maybe on some level thought about, but that it's just another day and the enemy doesn't care if it's Christmas, your birthday, 4th yeah. of July, Thanksgiving, <clears throat> or freaking Thursday. Yeah. Or Groundhog Day. Or Groundhog Day, you know, whatever the case may be, they all attack. Yep. Oh, yeah. If you're not prepared for that, then... You're gonna succumb. You. Yes. Succumb. Yeah, that um <clears throat> I think that was a huge thing for me, especially like um not so much the holidays because I always tried to like do my best to stay sober. Yeah. Like it wasn't a go to be drunk during that time. But it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. It was my birthday, man. I celebrate that the whole month. And especially that day. Man, I take the day off and get nice and saucy. All day, <laughs> toe up from the flow up, but I maintained so I could go to dinner. You know that night, I knew we we're gonna go out. And Act eat. like everybody's supposed to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that realizing it that it was just another day, there's like comfort in that for me. Even now, like with yeah. the holidays, looking at it, it's just another day. Um, not being cynical about it, not trying to downplay it, you know. But like it's just another day, and I get the opportunity to be around loved ones during that time. So I'm gonna take full advantage of that, yeah. um, and it's gonna—it's a little bit harder you know, this time around, especially because my dad passing this year, and um, Thanksgiving was a—it was—it was kind of—it was, was bittersweet, you know. Yeah. I was able to get a lot of the family together and have a big old meal, but you know, I just—I just knew because my mom was there and everything. I say, like, man, my dad's not here. You know, that was like a lingering thought, but I didn't let that ruin. You know, my day, you know, I sat there and visited and laughed and joked and it was a good time and got really, really full. (laughs) So that was good, you know, but that on Thanksgiving day, I was like, okay, it's just another day. You know, we're going to have this meal. I'm going to set up for it, have the meal, clean up, go home, go to bed. And it's just another day. So that's where it comes. I find comfort in that saying it's just another day. And it could be a good day. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, but, and you know, I I just wanted to tell you. Remember after what I said, I was like, yeah. After that, 
um, one Christmas I started you know, trying to be Grinchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I thought about that. <laughs> um, I think it's time to heal from that. So yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna you know let it come as you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be festive. You know, yeah. why not get that magic back? Get that magic back and and. And not be so like you said the word cynical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> that's why I, you're I, a mean one, Mister <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> I just saw that Grinch face, <laughs> the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies, bro. I just I don't you know. Really are a hill. <laughs> I, I love that movie. <clears throat> I like both of them. I like the Jim Carrey one and then the new cartoon one. You're so stupid. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Too far? Pa- parental advisory on Too this far? song. <laughs> <laughs> You're an a-hole, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. <laughs> I used to sit, I, I remember like a couple years back when I was working and I'd be you know, doing my job and I'd be singing that song and I'd say that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. You really are, but trucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna heal. It's got. I mean, hey, man, we have to heal. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a little more festive. And yeah, don't be but trucks. <laughs> be which works. Don't be a Grinch unless, <laughs> unless you're the Grinch at the end of the movie when his heart grows. Don't be yeah. I thought the last one was freaking fire, bro. The cartoon one? The cartoon yeah. One? yeah. Yeah, I like that one. You know, I and we really enjoyed that. that. We watched that in the theaters and it was just like we just couldn't stop laughing. I'm going to have to check it out. I already I watched it. Watch it. Yeah. It's on, uh, what do you got? I got Hulu. I got Disney Plus. It's on Hulu. I watched it on Hulu this past weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. To check it out then It's a good one uh, One of the ones I really like One of my favorite Aside from Home Alone 1 and 2 uh, A Christmas Story uh, Nothing like the Ralphie. holidays Ralphie I watched already I watched uh, Christmas Story on Thanksgiving Oh you can't do that You gotta wait for Christmas Day No man I watch it like Five or six times before Christmas And then Christmas Day It's on TBS for 24 yeah, hours Yeah I watched it a couple more times there Nice you know what favorites. I just ordered? I ordered Blood and Blood Out on DVD. Orale. Orale, vato. Yeah, I don't want this pork chop. Because I, I can't find that on digital. Like, uh-huh. I can't find it anywhere on digital. It's on platform. YouTube. Well, yeah, and nobody wants to sit on YouTube and then go through the commercial. That's thing. true. That's true, true, true. That's one thing, like, I hate, like, uh, you guys aren't on Snapchat, but Snapchat has, like, these things, like, very interesting. And they're, like, like ESPN, right? Yeah. Like Sports Center will be on there, like the Snapchat version, and it'll show it. But dude, like every freaking thirty seconds, I swear, there's commercial. a commercial, Not like damn. a fifteen second commercial, and it sucks because you like get interested, and right as soon as it's interesting, poof, that thing will pop up, and you can't fast forward it or skip yeah. it or anything. Yeah, and you're already like. Oh, I gotta wait now because I need to see what's going on, like what the play was, or you know. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like every like, man, I kid you not, like it's about every freaking thirty seconds. There's a commercial on it. Uh, I, I like you said on YouTube because I, I listen to a lot of those like <clears throat> inspirational speeches and you know, yeah, uh, things like that. And then just when you're getting into it, just when you're getting into it, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're trying to sell yeah. you car insurance or something. Yeah, 
Remember when they didn't have no? Oh, man. man. They never used to have freaking commercials. Mm, That was the beauty of YouTube. Yeah, that's why I loved YouTube. Yeah. Now you got to. Now they're having two ads when you first pull up a video. Yeah. Two ads. Like the first yeah, the one you got fifteen. Gotta, you got to sit through the whole thing. You got to sit through the first one, and then the second one you can skip after five seconds. Yeah, and then halfway through whatever you're yeah. watching, it comes back on again. Yeah, what this? Yeah, that just happened about what four or five years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long. ago. It wasn't that long ago, huh? Yeah, because I remember everybody was on social media saying, uh, "Yeah, YouTube, I'm going to skip the ad or something." Yeah, but you know, but yeah. you can buy the. Ad free one, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, all you have to do is, or I guess technically, if it comes on and you skip it after two seconds, yeah, technically you they they can say that you, I mean, they'll, it. yeah, they'll still get their advertising money, their revenue yeah. from that. Yeah. So it's a it's bunch consi- of balagna. It's considered a view, I guess. <laughs> all right, that's cool. how they get you, man. That's, that's why they- I don't vote. That's why this guy doesn't vote. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, thank you guys for bringing your perspective and bringing the wisdom, bringing the fire. Again, this episode 57, Heinz 57 sauce, A1. Um, It was a good one. And next week, we'll be back better than ever, as usual. Unspoken Words crew, Pod Gotti, uh, your favorite Indian, Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Uh, We're out this week, and I think next week we're going to have a guest. I think we have a guest. We have a guest. Let's get us a guest. Let's get us a guest. All right. Well, see you guys next week. All over Flat Earth. We love you, our listeners. Shinook. What's up, Holler Richie Boy? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey, yo, it's Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, a.k.a. Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.